early days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket because we are going on a first class ride across the web. Yo, 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 welcome back to your favorite show, WGO. You know what's going on. You already know, baby. <laughs> um, like, I'm not quite um, sure what the uh, um, episode <laughs> is, but uh, I think we might do, why do we have um, verbal pauses? Something like saying, um, yep. like, and just other random things. I feel like main emphasis on um, I feel like that one... I understand. I guess I not totally it, understand, but I understand. There's a lot like. of different phrases, though. I know. Just editing this, we say "you know" all the time. We say "like" all the time, yeah. and it's just things that are they're filler words. Like oftentimes, like if you hear a little weirdness in the audio, it's me trying to cut out some of those because it gets <laughs> a little repetitive. I feel like after a while. Even through editing, you've just done so much like cutting and splicing of the audio that you just let some go. You're like, fuck it, I yeah. don't care. I'm not. Worried Sometimes about it's this so like. hard because yeah. you form the um into the next thing you're saying, and it, yeah. getting that perfect spot is like impossible. But yeah, yeah, totally. Do you remember inside of school? I think it was like elementary school. I feel like I had a class in fourth grade where you had to. We all sat in a circle. And we had to say like a small story without using the word um and like. We were practicing like speeches essentially without using these filler words. Mm. And you didn't notice. I feel like most people don't notice it until you're focusing on it. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, like right there. Ah, that's another big one of mine. Uh, gee, no. <laughs> I've started to notice it in a lot more podcasts and stuff like that too, especially after editing mm -hmm. and being focused on it. I'm listening to a D&D &D podcast right now, and the, the DMs always tr like trying to think of things on the fly, so it makes sense they need yeah. a little more time to think, but they just say mm -hmm. um so much, and it's it's interesting. Is it just to give your brain a little more time to catch up and think, basically, or do you think I it's think else? so. No, I feel like that's got to be what it is. You're simply just giving yourself a minuscule pause in time to be able to consider and think about the next thing that you're going to say it just uh i don't know like you're you don't have everything that you're going to say planned out and mapped out and ready to go so you need like small little breaks in between long segments of speeches to be able to figure that out but yeah, i feel I like you can definitely another thing where we stretch out a word instead of saying um like you just did there like you're <laughs> <laughs> that's basically you saying um without saying um. yeah exactly that's a uh, it's as close to eliminating an um but still giving yourself that pause as you can get it's but i think um is extremely interesting because why that means nothing i know i guess so with same with ah but like it's interesting that like was chosen as another filler word mm -hmm. because it's using to describe something i maybe that's why it bumped up but i feel like um was never used 
in language. And so we all just accumulatively started using this random word. Is it in it? Like I'm, just, I'm assuming um is a word now at this point, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there are other words in other languages too that kind of ser- serve the same purposes. Really? Whoa. Mm. Different ums throughout the world. I mean, it makes sense. I just never thought about that. That's pretty cool, actually. Do you know any offhand? No, no. I I heard it one time in a podcast, but I can't remember what it was. Hmm. We'll have to look it up. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to look that one up. But I'm just curious on the history of um and what was the first usage of it and how, I guess, English speakers decided to adopt that. Yeah. Do you think it's interesting because I feel like it actually helps the flow of sentences a little bit if you don't use it Mm -hmm. that much. Like if you actually need a little bit of a break, it can actually help it sound better than just a pause. I notice that even when I try and edit myself, is I try and avoid those ums and ahs. I do a very bad job at avoiding them, but I can tell when I'm really trying to avoid them because I'll have really long pauses. In between, in between what i'm saying i'm like that's worse well i mean after editing it does after but... editing it's not worse but if you are listening to the unedited version it's like that's kind of worse fair enough fair enough i am horrific at using filler words and the problem with me when i speak is that i speak so fast that <laughs> i blend it into the next word yep. it's a while trying to cut that one off it's a humongous pain in the ass i definitely I feel like I mainly, when I decide to skip, removing a filler word is mainly with my own speech. (laughs) I feel like you get caught up in the likes as well. I feel like once you start saying like as a filler word, that one is harder to... Yeah. Oh, God. There's been times just while editing, I'm listening to myself and I hear myself say the word like, I don't know, fucking 10 times in like three sentences. And it, yeah, it makes you sad (laughs) because you're like, oh my God, I'm terrible at what I do. (laughs) Do you think there are any tricks to avoid doing it? I, there are obviously speakers who do a very good job at it. Is it just practice? Yeah. It could be practice, but I feel like that's also super situational. Like for our podcast, we don't really prep anything. It's kind of on the fly, on the go, which mm-hmm. is why there's more filler words. But I feel like a lot of those professional speakers that are oh, true, yeah, you know, telling a story or making a point or whatever they're doing, they have time to be able to prepare, and so they know the sequence of their speech. They know the stories they're going to tell. They know all this. But I feel like on the go, fly speeches or podcasts or whatever is a lot harder to be able to. Clean it up, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you even said it yourself. It's a commonality you're going to find everywhere inside of like podcasts. I mean, we are a simple, lovely, little low-level podcast that is still grinding its way up to the top. But even if you go to Joe Rogan's fucking podcast, the number one, yeah. there's so many ums, likes, things like that that are inside of even his podcast that... I feel like the higher I mean, the podcast you go to, the less they give a shit about actually editing oh, those yeah. things out. It's insane. <laughs> well, also with Joe's, like, he, yeah, he doesn't has, want like, four-hour fucking yeah. episodes as well. So, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. We just got to get popular enough that it doesn't matter. <laughs> there you go. Boom. Solved. Also, I feel like for some reason we've, as uh, – culture learn to eliminate the filler words as well 
like I said, I feel like once you notice it and you're paying attention to it, then it's more easily like recognizable. But even just like in general, like listening, I don't notice it unless it's extremely bad. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. You don't notice it until you really notice it. And then it's just like, it's painful. (laughs) But then Mm. if you stop like focusing on it so much, it often falls by the wayside, even though that person is probably still saying the same amount of ums and likes and all of that type of stuff. It's just you, you don't notice it for because you're not paying as close of attention for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When we're talking here, I don't notice it at all, to be honest. Hmm. And then... Yeah, until you edit the it, and then it's horrendous. <laughs> you're just so sad. <laughs> Another question that I had about ums, do you think it's shortened for something? Like, maybe it was a previous word that was also used mainly as a filler, and then it kind of lost, a, I don't know, a chunk of it and just shortened to um? I don't know. It almost just seems like a nonsense, just, like, blurt out of sounds to make it sound like you're still talking. I have no idea. Fair enough. What word would try to be used as, like, a filler word, though? I don't know. That's the problem. I'm thinking, be, though, like, do... It'd be odd to add a word into your sentence that doesn't actually belong there. I feel like it would confuse the meaning. Although, I guess True. that is what a filler word is doing. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. I just know that from English translation, you see words that have, like, extra letters in it, like the word color. Mm-hmm nowadays is just c-o-l-o-r but i believe it has some u or it had a u in there or other things like that previously well, and so i was just curious if yeah yeah okay and so like things like that where maybe um had a little something extra but extra i don't know yeah i don't know also er i feel like er or erm is yeah. is that something erm erm yeah i've definitely seen that written um. More yeah. than I've heard it. Yeah. When's the last time you threw out an erm? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It it's kind of a weird sound sometimes when you're trying to think, and usually it's just um, but sometimes it's just some sometimes, weird sounds. Yeah, sometimes it's just noises. I feel like I've made clicking noises before. I'm like, you know, we're just like trying to do something. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to look it up. Do you have any other questions about it? Do you have an exotic one that you like? Or I feel like they are a pretty standard one. An exotic one. An exotic. I don't know. I feel like the clicking is probably the most exotic I got. (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty interesting. Or, I mean, just like you said, just not even using an actual word, but just going like, ah, or like a noise to just fill up space. (laughs) I think that's what I got. What about you? I think that's about the same for me. I feel like your most popular one is you know. I feel like you you definitely check out some you knows. I've gotten like a lot filler. better at it. I yeah, feel like that's definitely that's not as bad. I do. I feel like um is the worst for me, and then you know, and then I think like. Think but like, like you said, once you get on the like train, you can have two sentences oh. where it comes in like eight times somehow. It sneaks it's, in there. I know. I don't know what it. That one's infectious. Out of all of them, that one. Once you slip, it's you're falling. There's no, <laughs> just one time usage. You got you're falling and you can't get up. Eighteen of them. <laughs> yep. Yep. Drowning in the likes. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's look it up. 
well, <laughs> we are back from the break. There wasn't really too much information that I found online while doing some research. The biggest two things is that there's this like huge debate essentially about using the word um or filler words like, you know, and some people are like, that's a sign that you're unintelligent or you're ill-prepared for a speech. Not confident, yeah. yeah, not confident. And then other people are like, you're totally fine. No one gives mm -hmm. a shit, really. And so I feel like those are the two main like articles that I found. I did find some that did talk about the history of it a little bit and said that it's the speech hesitation hum goes back as far as 1469 in the Oxford English Dictionary. And then other filler words like hem or haw or er were put in in years following that. Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was pretty interesting because we do have a phrase now, hemming and hawing. Yeah. And so that's interesting to see that was originally a verbal pause, but mm -hmm. now it's like also being indecisive, which actually fits with the verbal pause. That's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah. I liked that quite a bit. That got me to one question is, like you said, I feel like the awareness of it makes it more prominent and makes people think it's bad. But mm -hmm. I saw in that same article you were looking at that it's been present in speech, but it hasn't often been recorded in writing because yeah. it's just thought of as like a natural sound and part of speech and not worthy of writing down yep. but once we started having recordings and we're able to hear it back and notice it more of yourself that's when people started to have a real issue with that mm -hmm. even though it never really seemed to be a big issue before yeah. you know yeah i mean it sounds like everybody does i mean we all know this everyone has these like pauses unless you like overly prepare something but just in general speech mm -hmm. you're not going to have every situation every response ready to go essentially so yeah i saw that piece of the article too that i thought was pretty interesting that once we just started recording ourselves any sort of like voice recording and listening back it just seems like we just like nitpicking ourselves because i feel like <laughs> the biggest problems that we have is the ums and likes and you know is that we say ourselves we don't necessarily get super annoyed with it with other people but sometimes yeah. if it's extremely prevalent you're able to pick that up but it is what it is. But I also feel like those who are really intuitive about it for themselves, I see that Toastmaster has a person at the meetings. It's like a meeting organization to get better at your speeches. Mm -hmm. And they have someone there who counts all of the verbal pauses that each person uses. Hey. And I feel like being that aware of it makes you more aware of it and other people and being yeah. annoyed with it whereas mm -hmm. if you weren't so focused on it you wouldn't even notice it and it wouldn't be an issue i feel like true yeah like i wonder if like in school and stuff like i said i can clearly remember a memory of noticing it and trying to eliminate it from your own speech i wonder if we just didn't do that we if we would ever even notice or if it would just be common speech yeah it's interesting i saw a couple of instances where it's actually good to use some of these the most common being to allow for thought obviously that's why people usually use it yeah but that's usually used so that people know you're still talking and that you're still trying to convey an idea you're just trying to allow yourself to think which i think is very interesting because i know we kind of have to play that back and forth of mm -hmm. are you actually done with something now are you trying to say something more yeah. or should i jump in 
And so I think that's actually a pretty interesting way to use the verbal pause is like, yes, I'm still talking. Mm-hmm. I just need a minute to, to think about something. Yeah. And then I saw some other uses where to kind of cushion whatever you're saying. As you said, it kind of does make you sound less confident. So it doesn't sound as aggressive to somebody yeah. when you're saying something and using some likes or ums. It, it doesn't feel as attacking and it's just maybe a suggestion yeah i heard that was pretty interesting i think i was reading that same article that you were talking about there there was for the example was someone denying someone on a date or something like that and they were using the these filler words to lighten the blow or they're like um i appreciate the offer but i uh don't really think that we should go out and you know, uh, maybe we can do something else. And that sounds a lot better than like, no, I don't want to go out with you. Let's do something else. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so it like definitely takes out that aggressive piece and definitely lightens the blow. So it's beneficial in certain things. And also, like you said, it adds for, I think I saw an article that us and ums have for some reason been adopted in common knowledge to expect a certain pause afterwards and i think ums were like a little bit longer of a pause but an uh meant there was going to be a shorter pause as well so even inside of these little fillers we're giving each other like hints of how long we're going to wait before we continue with our speech i don't know how much that is actually true but i liked the idea and then i also saw something it was one article and i don't know how much i believe it but it was talking about like gender roles and the usage of filler words and it said that I think for the term uh, men used it twice as much, but the term um, women tend to use more often than men. And then also women speaking to men had a higher usage of ums. I don't know. Hmm. But that was just one article, so who knows. And you were correct. There are instances of filler words like that in other languages that are slightly different french say ooh and m spanish speakers say eh and pue and japanese say eto and ano and those are just a couple of examples and i'm sure i butchered them for sure but yeah it is pretty interesting that they're all fairly similar though. Mm-hmm. like that e ooh sound yeah it is, it is. And even sign language, I saw, that was really cool. I uh, have not filler words, but filler like examples symbols. and symbols where they essentially are saying not um, but it's like a movement of the hand that says like I'm thinking or a simple pause. So even without the verbal usage of language, there's still like minor pauses. Yeah, that was really interesting because it shows you that it's so natural that, to me, I get the point of eliminating it, but eliminating it so much that you never do it, it mm. almost sounds like too Robotic. perfectionist and like elitist almost yeah. to me. I, and also in the context of what you're saying and talking about, sure, yeah, if you're trying to drive true. home yeah. something educational, yeah, maybe get the smaller number of ums and likes in there, but mm-hmm. just common speaking, you're fine. You don't need to freak out too much about it. And then if you are looking to eliminate some of these from the Institute of Public Speaking, some of their tips are to relax and center yourself. Practice, obviously, if you know a little bit more about what you're talking about, you'll have less time to 
actually have to think. Uh, use strategic pauses instead of filler words, which depending on the situation can definitely help. In a speech, it would be better than a verbal pause, but mm -hmm. maybe if you're talking to somebody, it's not necessarily better. Slow down, record yourself just to be aware of you doing it. Identify which sort of fillers you have. Again, kind of a more awareness. And then accept imperfection because everybody does it. So don't hurt your pull yourself down don't so hurt much. yourself <laughs> well yeah that too and then i guess reward yourself if you do well treat yourself treat yourself you deserve it and like so, i said are we gonna be done using uh filler words now no i was actually as i thinking, just say one i was th <laughs> thinking that we actually edit this episode and we put in extra filler words this episode just to oh. see if people know yeah pull them from other episodes yeah yeah <laughs> any sort of space in between us talking we'll slap a like or an um in there does that sound good <laughs> we've got plenty in the books we could have so many <laughs> we could have a whole episode of just likes and ums i mean i was doing sounds. little blooper things after certain episodes back in the day on tiktok and i think majority of them were just ums and likes that i compiled into a video list <laughs> and so just go uh 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 like uh you know uh mm, eh. <laughs> for like i don't know 20 seconds <laughs> there's another interesting one that i feel like we do that's repeating yourself mm. you just say the same word or like half of an idea and then you just say it again even though you like maybe kind of messed up but didn't really if you just kept on talking yeah it's, it's interesting you're just trying to correct yourself make sure that it's clear mm -hmm. i get that one a little bit i'm pretty prevalent at doing that but who knows you don't need to freak out about it though it's all good say ums as much <laughs> as you want it cannot hurt you yeah just embrace that valley girl speech of mm -hmm. using the like all the time beautiful i know i will <laughs> all right i think we're done bud uh i think you're right are we done yet oh we are all right thanks for listening to what's going on if you have any questions that you want partially answered write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com no spaces no apostrophes no excuses one more time that's what's going on the pod at gmail.com and we hope to hear from you soon Please rate and subscribe on your podcast player of choice. Thank you.